Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big podcast, your number one podcast with all things Big Ten football. Um, this could be your welcome back to the Eyes on Big podcast if you listened to our previous one, or maybe you just jumped right ahead because you want to know what the amazingly accurate picks are. Of In that case, welcome to the Eyes on Big <laughs> podcast. I am your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey the Greek, at Jeffrey the Greek. And this is Big Kurt. I'm on Twitter as Big Kurt, at B1GKURT. If you're already listening to this, you've probably got it figured out that you can uh, listen to it on um, our website, which actually we haven't. We probably haven't uh, um, talked about enough. My, the website is under me, Jeffrey the Greek. It's an old blog that I had for years and years. However, the most exciting thing is that you can find us on iTunes. But we should also point out it's uh, jeffreythegreek.wordpress.com yes. is where you'd find us. On, on the web, yep. but we are now on iTunes. Yeah, and working for other platforms, things like yep. that. Soon to be on Spotify, soon to be on Android, Yeah, but search for us at Eyes on Big, spell out the word I, E-Y-E-S, yeah. on Big. Um, we are hoping to get back our uh, theme songs, intro and outro songs. Mm. I am a gigantic ween fan, and we had the perfect intro song from them. What was your outro song again? Old 97, Champagne, Illinois, yeah. where, where they, they uh, equate champagne to purgatory, which I think is hysterical. <laughs> it is just a great song, man. And it's a good song, good. right? It's yeah. got a little country twang to it. Anyway, yeah. uh, tried calling the, the, the company that owns the rights, but as I told you, the guy was out for a three-martini lunch with Kesha, so he'll get back to me. <laughs> Uh, not true that we would actually know that that was a joke. Sometimes it's hard to tell what comes through for sarcasm through the, uh, the, the microphone. Um, okay. So what are we doing on this podcast? <laughs> talking yes. about football. We are actually talking about football. Yes. So what are we going to do? We're going to talk about each team in the big 10 predictions, all baby. 14 teams. If you are a fan of any team, you are going to get talked about here. Um, we uh, are going to try to build to the top. Yes. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the Big Ten West. Then we're going to go to the Big Ten East. With each conference, West or East, we're going to start with the team at the bottom, number seven team, seventh place team, and work our way up. Start bad. To the first, first place to team. Um, I gave Kurt a very... Uh, specific Excel spreadsheet of all the teams, mm. erased all my uh, picks yeah. and places from it, and just gave him the blank copy so that he could fill it in. I do not know Kurt's picks. We have kind of... Right, and, and simultaneously to him doing that, I was working on mine, and I had just finished mine. I was about to send you mine, and then you sent me yours, oh. but I had already done mine, so it didn't matter. Well, not my picks, the template. The template, Correct. yeah. So... There is one little discrepancy that could happen that we got to kind of run by is that if things worked out perfectly, we would each have the exact same picks, seven to one, so we could talk about each team individually, seven to one. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. There's would all going sync to up. be examples where we are off, so we're going to Where we don't agree. Of, yeah, where we don't and agree. And let's hope. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. I'm almost positive we're going to have differences. So there's going to be a certain jumping around, but for the most part, we think we're going to have teams and picks that are going to look somewhat similar, so we'll work from 
bottom to top, okay? All right. I'm ready. Let's first go. First off, this is the first thing. I want to make a okay. disclaimer. Okay. Yeah. Again, Big Kurt and I, Jeffrey the Greek, are fans, first and foremost. I think the fans get forgotten about uh, when it comes to podcasts and, and national media writers because everything's just written from a, a a person that's been in the media for too dang long. I almost liken it to like career politicians. They've mm-hmm. forgotten what they even got into the profession sure. to begin with. Okay. Um, we are, we're fans. And yes, I am going to, I always feel like when I listen to a podcast and they just glance over an Iowa thing. Sure. And you're like, you should talk to an Iowa fan about that. Yeah. Because that's not accurate what right. you just said and it ticks you off. So we certainly want to hear from you if we do that. Yes. Yeah. And 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 to be honest, I need to be more active on Twitter to yes. engage. Which is coming. Our, our, Which is coming. Yes. Um so with that being said, I want to pre apologize to four fan bases right now. Okay. And yeah. this is kind of a precursor. All right. Minnesota, Purdue, Michigan State, and Indiana. I pre apologize okay. to you. Okay. Does doesn't mean you're necessarily horrible but i just don't want to tick you off i'm sorry but this is what i've learned through this exercise okay this is very difficult by the way if you actually go through and try to pick every game it is i was it was excruciating today me trying to finalize my picks yes so i told you yesterday you know i went through it was really easy all the numbers added up and then i started going back today and and making changes, and it just kept Killed snowballing yep. and getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And I finally came to like a, a a place where I felt okay, but not great about my picks. I don't. I don't think I. There is. I don't think I would ever feel great about no. my picks, no it, matter no. what. Um, it is a balance of gut feeling mm-hmm. with paralysis by analysis. Yep. And I. Typically, a more of a gut feeling type of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a gut feeling on uh, Hawaii plus seventeen tonight. And you did laid off, um, and right now my gut feeling with Wyoming is also paying, is also off. paying off. So thank you very much. But um, it is tough for me to balance those two things out. One thing I want to say that you have to take into account when going through schedules and trying to predict things. Mm-hmm. Okay, each schedule is a story. That's how I yeah. look at it. It's a it's a 13-week story, right. 12 games, one bye week. You have to understand that there are times when a team has just uh, – they're catching a team on the second week of a road trip, and it makes a difference. Yep. Or on the other side of it, right. you're catching a team right when they come off a bye. Right. I tried to take that into account. As did I. I'm not sure I did a great job with it. Um but that's the tricky part. Yeah, it's very difficult to do that. The other thing I want to point out is I'm not I was not predicting any upsets. Uh, what I wanted to do here was who is the better what? team? No, you I didn't wasn't predict any upsets. I'm not trying to predict some team winning out of the blue that's Okay, that's, there's a there's a difference in Big Kurt and I right that's, now. That's a 21 point underdog. I want to I, I look at the two teams, who's the better that's team on that day? And yeah. I was taking into account things like by weeks and and on the road at home, but I wanted I, I didn't want to predict upsets. Okay, I, okay. Let me say so this. much. I there was a maybe I a feel couple like exception. Okay, this is what I feel like. I, I I might be on the same page with you. I might be quasi on the. I same think page we're on the same. Page. Which is, 
I understand where you're coming from. Um, it's hard for me to ever think I'm just going to predict, you know, Rutgers to beat Ohio State. You know, I'm just, I'm sorry, yeah. Rutgers, but, you know, something like that. However, what I think about is this. If you're looking at the schedule and you see a possible snowball good for a team okay. or a possible snowball bad for a team, mm-hmm. that played into my thought process a lot. I would say that played into mine as well. Because I think we're on the same page. Okay, with that. I think we're probably beating a dead horse here at this point. Another thing, too, mm-hmm. is that a an expression that I hear national media people say ad nauseum is something about, well, the easy schedule. And I, it, some teams, you know, that you just look at their schedule and whether it's a, you know, sports writer, um, national media guy in some capacity or a fan, everybody has the error where they look at a team's schedule and they just mm-hmm. go win, 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 eh, toss up, loss, win, win, loss. Like it, like it's just etched in stone. Like it's yeah, like it's computers. Going, okay, that's not how it is. No, it doesn't what? work out that way. It does not work out that way. That is what the exercise. So one one thing I was thinking also is usually a team wins a game every year they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Usually they lose a game every year they're not supposed to. I don't want to predict which games that was going to be. I, I just tried. wanted to. I tried. Okay. Well, then we went about it a little bit differently. Yeah. The other side of it too is to. Bring up the point again, and then we'll move on to the actual picks and teams. But last year, Iowa, and I have to use Iowa because it's the team that's nearest and dearest to my heart, so I have the best memory of mm-hmm. it. But it, it, this application that I'm going to say to Iowa could be applied to many teams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Before the season started, Iowa's 2017 schedule looked, quote-unquote, easy. Little did everybody know that Iowa State – was going to go yeah. eight and five and win their bowl. Yeah. Michigan State was going to go ten and three. Rebound and off a three and nine season. Yep. It's completely forgotten. Right. Everybody just thought Michigan sure. State was done. Barry, they weren't. They were a great team yep. last year. And Purdue. Uh, Purdue. Northwestern. And Northwestern. Yep. I know. All of a sudden, Iowa went from a <laughs> to. <laughs> I saw a publication that has the fourth hardest schedule of 2017. I believe that. Oh, because by the way. Ohio State and uh, Wisconsin too. Yeah, oh, they're they're not too bad either. So, I just I just want to bring that out because I never hear national podcast people talking about that. Where it's like you hear coaches, they're just like, let's maybe let the season play out, right? <laughs> you know, before you start. And, and I'll also add that there's really no easy schedule when you're in the Big Ten. There is that. No, and I don't. You know, everyone's everyone bags in the West like they're like there's some ugly stepchild of the East. And sure, they're not as good as the East. We all know that. But it's still a damn good division. Very good division. Yeah. Um, yeah. So should, with we, that, should we get started? Let's get started. All right. Starting out with the Big Ten West. At the bottom, I have... You, you're going first? I'm going first. Go for it. Ready? Yeah. The Minnesota Golden Gophers. As do I. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, the thing that put it over the top for me was the quarterback. Yeah. Just, just a freshman. I know he's not your typical walk-on. He had plenty of offers. He's a good good we're uh, talking, prospect. We're talking about Max uh, Bordenschlager. No. Uh, Anna- <laughs> Zach Anikstead. <laughs> Zach Anikstead. You know, I have a problem remembering his first name. Zach Anikstead? No. I always want to call him Alex, and I could never think Zach. of Zach. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, 
uh, I, I'm sure he's going to end up being a good quarterback, but just being a true freshman starting, that's what put it over the top for me. Yeah, Choosing and I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth, which is another thing. It's like a precursor that guys on Twitter and, and podcasts never own up to. It is impossible to talk out loud without contradicting yourself yeah. to a certain We're all degree. So there's going to be some of that, and you'll yeah. maybe pick it up later. The true freshman quarterback thing, yeah. what I believe is going on here is that there there is a gigantic youth movement that's happening. Well, they're, this. they're basically doing what Illinois did Correct. last year. Yeah. Correct. I don't think it's going to be that, to that extent, but it's, there, it's going to be... It's not to that extent. Yeah, but, but it's, it's something similar. And I felt like... It came through the TV and the Big Ten Network mm. where the coaches... He alluded to it, yes. or, or PJ did at Media Days, and then, as you were saying, the coaches did a little more on the bus tour. This is a young team, and they are. if things aren't going well at the beginning of the year, they could even go younger as the year goes on, as they usher out sure. juniors and seniors. And, hey, I watched it happen last year at Illinois. You, you have to do I that. mean, it got younger and younger as the season went on. So I do. I pre-apologize to Minnesota before at the beginning of the podcast, but I, I have them at 3-9 and nine overall and 1-8 and eight in the Big Ten. Okay, I have them at 3-9 and nine and 1-8, and eight. yeah. I did the same, same thing. thing. Same so exact. Who, who's, really? your, who's your win in conference? I have him winning Indiana. And but I did. You're kidding me. No, I swear to God. I swear to God, this is the first time we have gone through this together. I have him winning New Mexico State and Miami of Ohio. Yes, yes. But losing to Fresno State. And by the way, I was tortured coming to this finality here. It took me forever figuring out what I wanted to do with Minnesota. I, at one point, had him a notch or two higher. I did too. And then and I had him a the, Big Ten lower. the Big Ten Network and and one of my, my buddies, Ryan, cinched it up for me yeah. when he's like, no, this is this, this is, is not blow it up and started start it up. Deal. And I just want to say this to Minnesota fans, and mm-hmm. I mean this. Don't be disheartened. This is just how the roster fell out. And and here's here I'm gonna predict what's gonna happen. Go ahead. Big Kurt and I both live in Minneapolis. We the the media is is very much pro Vikings pro Twins yeah pro Wild they're they're jerks to the to the, to the Gopher football they kind program. of are yeah, yeah. it's just Overall. like a redhead yep. child of the of the sports right here. and they are going to poo poo all over Boat Boy well I don't know I think they generally are going to love Boat Boy but maybe poo poo on the results okay the national media is suddenly going to flip. I think they're going to, yeah, it's going to, the love for him nationally is going to taper pretty pretty substantially this season. I don't think it should, is what I'm saying. Well, no, it shouldn't. Gopher fans should be patient. Just right. let it play out. Not every- I, think there's, I think the committed Gopher fans are. The I stupid hope so. Gopher fans that are just click into the TV, they're the Gopher fans that say, oh, hey, How'd the Gophers do today? Oh, same old Gophers. Those are the Gopher fans that annoy the real Gopher mm-hmm. fans. They are going to throw dirt on the grave of of PJ Fly. Sure, they should not. Yeah. This so if is... you have confidence in PJ and you see him doing the right things, just be patient. Okay. The over under is okay. six. Oh, are you serious? Yes. 
So we are both firmly under. Okay, so I, you got to get me that website that you're on. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are moving on to the sixth place team in the mm-hmm. Big Ten West, which is can I go? Yeah, Illinois. So do I. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Right. I've got them finishing at four and eight overall and two and seven in conference. Wow. Wow. We are okay. Spot on. I have, no, I have them four and eight. Okay. I have them four and eight and one and eight. Really? Oh, yes. so you got them winning against South Florida? Correct. Wow. Yeah. See, I feel like if they beat South Florida, they could win five games, maybe even six. I don't think South Florida is. As They're good. not the South Florida of last year. Correct. Everyone out there so, that's listening. Th- first three games: Kent State, uh, WIU, US it's Western, yeah, Western, okay. Western so Illinois, three and zero there. Wow. Then, then it's Penn State at Rutgers is an issue. So I have them winning that. Because they have a bye before the Rutgers game. Now, one famous thing about Illinois is we never win our first road game. But I'm picking us to to break out of that this year and win at Rutgers, my other win being Minnesota at home. So I just was thinking of I'm a very big believer in whatever the national media says this is what's going on, this is what's going to happen. I tend to pick the opposite on certain things because – if you really want to know when your team's doing the right direction, it's when everybody's doubting you type of type yeah. of deal. Well, and by the way, nobody is giving Illinois a chance to That's do what I'm anything. Saying. So e- like everybody slots them in to seventh place in the Big Ten West without right. even giving Correct. it a thought. Just assume. Yeah. Right. I mean, they get they get Minnesota at home. Yeah. Which is I have the, them as the Big Ten win. And by the way, late in the year. Correct. When Minnesota's probably shuffling more freshmen, That's when our saying. when our sophomores aren't really sophomores anymore, they're basically juniors. It is not out of the question for me to think Illinois could win at Rutgers and versus Purdue at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just saying. Agree there. Yeah, they're they're gonna probably lose to Penn State, right? Their first Big Ten yeah. game. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> And then they go at Rutgers. That's that's the game of the year. It might my, my guess is they're not going to win that. Then they're going to lose okay. Purdue. There's a snowball effect that's going to happen there. Yeah, but they're they're going to be hungry for a conference. They'll win. rebound with with Minnesota the win versus Minnesota. Sure. Okay. So the way I see it, so first of all, the schedule sets up really nicely for Illinois this year. It does. Um, at I, one point, at one point, I had I had Illinois at six and six. I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest thing. No. So one thing that probably our listeners don't understand, and they they brought it up on the Big Ten bus tour, Illinois is better at every single position group this year than Correct. they were last year. Correct. It's a low bar. I get it. But that usually means that you're going to see results on the field. This is going to be a better looking Illinois team than Absolutely. you've seen in the last two years. Yeah. And they've got a fifth year grad transfer quarterback that's yep. looking really good. Yep. All right. Okay. Wow. This is this so is. I, I can't believe. I can't, I thought for sure you would just. Out of proxy, put Illinois last. So I thought I would too, but as I started looking <laughs> at it, all right, this is. I think this is going to be our first disagreement. Okay, here. So yeah. fifth, I have Purdue. I have Purdue as well. Wow! Okay. Wow! Amazing. This is insane. Okay. I swear to God, this is not. This <laughs> we is, did not. We're not in cahoots here. Yeah. All right. So I have Purdue at three and six in the Big Ten. Three and six. And okay. Wow. And, oh, hey, shoot. Uh, back to Illinois. Sorry. Yeah. Real oh, quick. sure. Real quick. Uh, Illinois over under is three point five. Yeah, I'm I'm and going pretty heavy four. on the un, uh, on the over okay. there. So, all right, sorry, I'm sorry. So back okay. to Purdue. I have them three and six mm-hmm. in the Big Ten, five and seven overall. I have them five and seven overall, but four and five in the Big Ten. Okay. And let's see. So this I, schedule 
This was one of the first times Indiana or Purdue fans. Okay. Purdue fans. I am sorry. You feel like you deserve better than a five and seven team. Sure. And I understand it. You have Jeff Brome, Greatest coach ever. <laughs> the, the, uh, feelings are good yeah. in West Lafayette as they right. should be. The recruiting has been good. They've been knocking out of the park. There is a time when the collective kumbayanis mm-hmm. of a program overtakes the brain power of what you're actually looking at on the page. Okay. That is what's happening here with Purdue. There, okay. I've seen things that they're, they're over under is at six. I've seen people as high as a, a eight and four season. Oh, from they, that. their defense is going to be so bad. Their defense is in a major rebuilding. Yeah. Their offensive line is subpar. Right. Oh, by the way, at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about each schedule is like a story. Yep. They start with Northwestern. With Northwestern, yeah. But EMU, it's at home. Yeah, EMU. Okay, that's a win. Yep, win. But then... Mizzou. Missouri. A good, Boston good Mizzou. College? I have them losing both those games. Okay, I have them beating Missouri. Okay. Oh, you do? I okay. Do. Losing Boston College. Okay. okay. I have them losing to Northwestern. I have them winning against Northwestern so are, just because are, they've got so much hype around them right now. Okay. They're at home opening week. I And, again, I know you think Clayton Thorson's got a bionic knee, but I just don't think he's going to be himself that first game. So my wins for Purdue are EMU, Missouri. They're going to get a win at Illinois. And then Iowa and at Minnesota because this is a prototypical Iowa game, which we'll get to. But – so I that's that is their three wins and two other wins. Do you have outside. Indiana? Did you say Indiana? I have them losing at Indiana. You have them losing at Indiana. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Fun stuff. Yeah. So. So I've got their conference wins as Northwestern. No, I have them winning in Indiana. My bad. My bad. Okay. Yep. I have them winning Northwestern, Illinois, Minnesota, Indiana. Those yeah. are my four Big Ten wins. The general thought process is, I agree that Jeff Roman's got it moving forward. Yep. You see it a lot where there is a kick up in yep. resurgence of a team right? because of a new coaching that fits and does things well. But then sometimes you have to take a step there back a before step you back. take another step forward. Minnesota and Purdue both yes, fit those right. categories. It is not a disrespect to the, no. to the team and the program. It is the reality of... And again, just be patient if you're a Purdue fan. Which I think Purdue fans are. Well, they're kind of like Illinois fans. We're like Job. Yeah. You know, we've got patience beyond patience because we've been losing for so many years. If it takes another year, oh, we've got time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. That's crazy. I did not think we would be (laughs) in step. So I'm assuming we're in step. We've got to be getting... Number four. I'm going Nebraska. So so do I. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, Nebraska. I have them finishing six and six overall and four and five in conference. Literally exactly what I have. <laughs> we uh, may need a third person okay. in this podcast. <laughs> We've gotten feedback that says you guys need to uh, disagree more. I'm sorry. I love Big Kurt. We have a like-minded brand. This is crazy. Yeah. And by the way, I agonized over this and changed my mind so many times. It came on and and, and this is what that. I landed on. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> give me, give me, give me their six wins. Okay, six wins. This is Akron. Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yep. By the way, they're over under six. Okay, Akron, 
Colorado. I have them losing to Troy, losing to Michigan, beating Purdue, beating Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan State. That is exactly how. No I way! You that. picked Michigan State? Yeah. Oh Lord! That is literally exactly <laughs> what I have. How is um, this possible? It would be like I feel like they'll just you know destroy Akron. They'll yes, be, they'll beat them. It'll be some. I'm gonna call the score right now. It's well, gonna be it's gonna be 42 to 28. Okay, you know that sounds like, about right. Something like that. Like yeah, winning handily, but they give up some some points. Yep. It's not you know yeah. 52 to nothing. And and then uh, with Colorado, that is a rivalry game. It is a rivalry game. Yeah, but they get them at home. They get them at home. I feel like they will be sky high for that. Yep. And then down comes the regular down that you're gonna have. Yeah. And then in comes Troy. Troy who is I, not just like a a that is a Goliath a David Goliath. They're they're they're, they're good this year. They're a seriously good program. Correct. Yeah. They Especially got a good, this year, their coach is right. probably going to be at a at a uh, power five conference team next year. And they have a heck of a defensive coordinator too. Yeah. Um, the things with Nebraska that intrigue the heck out of me for how it's going to go this year. Um, I had another scuff up with a Nebraska fan on Twitter today. It well, was, it's so easy to it do. It was on an SEC thread. <laughs> I was, it was. You a, shouldn't be here. You yes. don't belong here. It was like, have you ever seen my buddy Brian? He, you, you've seen the meme where it shows Spider-Man pointing yeah, at right. himself. Like, at himself, yeah. 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 Sure. He used that in the context of Nebraska fans pointing at SEC fans. Oh, okay. Just for being crazy. And the whole the whole point was, okay, Lee Corso got on the game day thing today. They had an hour show. Yeah, yeah. And he and he talked about Wisconsin in glowing terms and said, "This is an SEC like team." That really a- pisses me oh, off. God. So he this Nebraska fan posted this, and it was like, and he rightfully should. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know. And then I posted something like, you know, that I responded to it. And then he he posted, right, I mean, Wisconsin has been running Nebraska's offense. Yeah. And, and I'm like, or how about Wisconsin's been running Wisconsin's offense? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and, and, like, everybody knows Barry Alvarez uh, came from Nebraska and has yeah. Nebraska ties. He also has Iowa, Iowa ties. And, yep. And Notre, Notre Dame. Ties. Yep. Um, anyways, long story short, the the onslaught of Nebraska fans thinking that this is I th- I think there are a ton of Nebraska fans that understand it's gonna be a tough year with a rebuilding type I would of situation hope so. with a very tough schedule. Very tough schedule. But then they have the lunatic fringe. So my thing that I just don't hear enough about is what exactly has this staff ever done defensively to make you think that there's going to be a big turnaround? It's a good point. They they, they mean, weren't even they were good at takeaways at UC, which at you USF, can't count on from one year to another. You can no, never count on no. that. And that the intriguing thing for me with Nebraska is going to see two things. How that defense is going to do in the Big Ten. I mm-hmm. fully expect their offense to put points up this year already. I'm skeptical. Freshman quarterback. I'm sorry. That's the second thing I am skeptical about is will that freshman quarterback who grew up in California be as excited to take a hit in the last four weeks of the season right. as he is? And, and, and it could be Tristan well, Gebbia. 
And, and and will he be that excited to be in Lincoln, Nebraska, with four games left in the right. season? Now, with that being said, there is a path to eight and four for Nebraska. There is. You yeah, go, you go just, three. You go three and zero out of conference, mm-hmm. and then I, I just it's it's hard for me to see them beating yeah. Michigan on the road. It's hard for me to to see them beating uh, Wisconsin. It's hard for me to. To, for them beating Ohio State. But yet you picked Michigan State, as did I. Because there's going to be a play-in with Michigan State at the end of the year with that. And I do think Michigan, or uh, excuse me, Nebraska should be hitting their full-team stride by the end of My the year. My thinking there was Michigan State, not a deep team this year. And, yes. that that That's why I picked, and that's one of my few upsets that okay. I picked. All right, we should move on. So... In the end, we, six and six for both of us yep. uh, total uh, overall. Four and five in mm-hmm. the conference, yep. and they're over under a six, which means mm. we both predict them to to hit. Number three, Northwestern. I have Northwestern Wildcats. as well. Yes, I have them overall. Okay, hit me with at it. eight and four. Ooh, and in conference at six and three. Six and three. How did you come up with that? Yeah. I've got them overall at six and six, four and five in conference. Really? Yeah. Okay, go. Cool. So I've got them, let's see, I've got them losing at Purdue. Conference wins are Nebraska, Rutgers, Minnesota, Illinois. Okay. I get it. I understand. All right. The best thing for me to probably talk in is their four losses. Okay. Because it just makes it easier. Michigan. Seems to be a tough game. Definitely. Wisconsin. Yes. Notre Dame. Yes. And at Iowa. Yes. I got to win in all the other ones. You got to beat Michigan State. Correct. At Michigan State. Again, I pre-apologize to Michigan State. Early in the year. Yes. Okay. So I I feel firmly about them beating Purdue at the beginning of the year. And I know, I know. I can see that. I, I, okay, I, I had a nice interaction on Twitter today with a Northwestern fan. This is a very calm, cool, and collective fan base. They're not they're not the type of fan base to to attach to emotion. They they rely more on facts and what they see. If well, if, and we should point out, there's not a whole lot of fans to not, begin there's with. Not, I get yeah. that. If most I were, are in the media. If I were a Northwestern fan, I would be coming unglued. Right now, this is a good team, Big Kurt. It is, but they lost their best player possibly in program history. But they have a clone of him coming up. Yeah, we'll see about that. You're you're not so sure about that. Well, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like Larkin. Um, I think he's great. But I he's I don't expect him to be Justin Jackson. He doesn't have to be Justin Jackson. He is got a. They don't have a lot of he. If okay, obviously I'm placing. A lot of faith in the fact that Clayton Thorson is going to be healthy and come back. Yeah, because in in Evanston, it only takes nine months to heal an ACL. It takes only nine months to heal an ACL in a lot of places. It takes eighteen months in Champaign. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they've won. They won ten games in 2015. Whoa. It's not like they okay. dipped off the plan. But hold on, and let's you- let's let's remind everyone they won three consecutive games in overtime last year. I get the flip back. They weren't really a 10-win game last year. They shouldn't have even been in those games. I think it's more of a building on what they did last year. Okay. So, again, 
10 wins in 2015. They only dipped down to seven in 2016. Yep. They won 10 games again in 2000. I know. I, I, I know. I, you well, don't need to remind I, okay, me. Okay. How is it that they're over under sitting at six? It's Is it I, really? Six. Well, that's now, where I, I got them. But. Now, I understand it is a tough schedule. Okay. It yep. is a tough schedule. But this has got a, a team that's got a great front seven. They do a have that good O line. Well, a, a, if healthy, a prototypical NFL quarterback for sure. But underrated not, receiving core. Eh, you think so? Yes. I don't think they have a lot of playmakers I, out North, there. I didn't say off the charts playmakers. I'm saying guys that can help you win football games. Okay. In the in the Big Ten, and they're pretty weak at defensive back. They better get they better get a rush on the quarterback. That's what the front seven's for. Okay, they better get a rush. All right, so uh, I've got him going over the six. Okay, and you've got him right at six. Six and six, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're we're right in step here because number two is is I've got Iowa. I've got Iowa. Okay, I'll 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 finish this one up. Yeah, you go ahead with with this. No, you start with first. Oh, okay. All right. So I do I do. You're not gonna like this. I've got him losing to Iowa State. I do because they've won what what five overall record. Oh, okay. Overall record nine and three in conference seven and two. I have him nine and three and seven and two and losing to Iowa State. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I I didn't this guess the Iowa State. This is insane, man. So, Again, just, I swear to God, we did not go over this. Before. So they've beaten them five years in a row, right? Yeah. Is no, that right? Uh, four out of the last five. Oh, four out of the last five. Yeah. I just I figured it was this was the year Iowa State's gonna gonna get them this year. I've got them losing to Wisconsin, losing at Penn State. So we're a little bit off. I have okay. them losing to Iowa State. I have them losing to Wisconsin, and I have them losing at Purdue. Ooh, I already covered that. Wow. You have to under, you have to know Iowa's uh, DNA, which is we're going to get somebody we shouldn't, which in this case is yeah. at Penn State. And, and so I I was taking that into account at one point today, but I I took it out. I was trying. I was going to have them losing to Northwestern, but then I changed my mind. Did the same thing myself. Okay. Um, Northwestern is at home this year, so right. That's and nice. they're at Purdue. Yep, they're at Purdue. Um, last year, the the ugly loss was Purdue at home. at home. Correct. Um, you have to look at it. Typically, Iowa does a two face thing where they're the ugly okay. side and the good, or the sure. good side then the ugly. We've gotten used to it being the ugly side to good. We looked. Horrible versus Penn State two okay. years ago, and then beat Michigan at home. Okay. We looked uh, awful before Ohio State last year, and then we beat. Or no, no, we beat Ohio State at home mm-hmm. last year, and then turned around, looked awful to Wisconsin. Yeah. that's our two face. So right. this year, the two faces. Sure, we will beat Penn State on the road. Okay, and then Iowa fans will be riding high. So I like where we went with that. Yeah. And, and again, I almost did the same. So yeah. then obviously Wisconsin is going to be number one for both of us. Yeah. So um, I I think the thing is, if you're an Iowa fan, what you want to see is even everybody just understands the O-line to be a, 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 a given. Mm-hmm. And it is typically this should shape in to be a good offensive line. Okay. This defensive line could be the most underrated destructive unit yeah. in all of the Big Ten. Yeah. I can't 
there was a there was a point where I was as low as eight and four or seven and five. I was down at eight and four at one point, okay. but I don't think I got down to seven and five. They are very young in the linebackers and secondary. Yeah. I just have faith in what we typically develop. I agree. In the That's what I was secondary. thinking too. Yeah. So if that holds true, and if it holds true that Nate Stanley is going to have better options to throw to, right? This could be. <laughs> Good Iowa team. I actually considered. I, I, I really want to know. Like, is that your thoughts, or what do you? What are you? Thinking? I actually was considering having them winning the division yeah. at one point, but why? I just tell me why. Well, I I've made it pretty clear. I'm not as high on Wisconsin as most people are. Um, then with them losing the two receivers, that was kind of. Is that enough to to have Iowa leap them? And I decided in the end it wasn't. Okay, so. Uh, the over under at Iowa is seven point yeah. five. Okay. I have them a game and a half over at nine. Yep, and you as do I. Yep. So out of the Big Ten West division winners, the Wisconsin Badgers, Badgers, I have them at ten and two. As do I. Overall seven two. As do I. In the conference, their losses at Michigan yes. and at Penn State. Yes, yes. Again, that's amazing. We did not. <laughs> we did we not did plan not this, folks. Says. Incredible. Um, Tempted to take them to lose at Iowa. The reason would be I was tempted as well. You you start the season out Western Kentucky, three uh, really New Mexico, easy games. BYU. Ugh. Like it, it, I mean, those could each of those games could be fifty six to ten. Like, yeah, literally, that's the score of each. So game. they could sleepwalk into Iowa City. I mean, they're not going to sleepwalk in. It's just all of a sudden you're in a different game. Yeah. Iowa would be battle tested versus Northern Illinois right. and Iowa State. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, you know, they they uh, they get the upset. Right. Get punched in the face. I just, the, the part that I can't get past, and I kind of glanced over this with Iowa, but the part that I can't get past with Iowa versus Wisconsin, and it plays for Iowa State as well, okay? Iowa State has an amazing running back mm-hmm. in yep. David Montgomery. Yep. And a pretty good offensive line. That's what... That's what makes me nervous about Iowa playing Iowa State. You take that tenfold when Iowa plays Wisconsin. Now you've got a very good D-line, Iowa's D-line, going against potentially the best offensive line in the last 15 years Correct. of the Big Ten with Taylor. And I I just I'm, I can't get over the, the hump of Iowa's – new linebackers being able to defend that the yeah, entire game. I, I think I'm going to agree with you there. And that's why – and that is – I've been proud to see in even national media, which which overlooked this game, like like it, it's it's a crime how much they've overlooked the Iowa Wisconsin. Sure. It is one of the greatest games Every year it's year, outstanding, every, right? Every year. Even this year, people have looked at it and said, whoa, Iowa – Upsets big teams at home. Yeah, what they do. Right now, do you know what time that game is at? Um, I, it's been r- rumored, but I, I if don't it was think a night game, that's in Iowa. It's going to be. It's going to be a late in the day game. Okay, but so I see it. I can. I I feel like I'm not a homer when I can see the win for Iowa. There's just there's just too much. I got to see it to believe it. Yeah, going on. Sure. And that's going to come into play for my Big Ten East predictions. Okay. I got to see it to believe it. See it to believe it. Yeah. That's a little precursor. Okay. 
So, in order, we yeah. each... <laughs> this is amazing. Agreement. I swear to God, we we I prefaced this by saying we're going to have some disagreement. It's going to be weird. But first, Wisconsin. Second, yep. Iowa. Third, Northwestern. Fourth, Nebraska. Fifth, Purdue. Sixth, Illinois. Seventh, Minnesota. So, we have four Big Ten... Or, um, Bowl eligible teams, Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, and yep. Wisconsin. Sounds good. Moving on to the Big Ten. Move on to the East. How often do you see four teams that have a legitimate shot of making the college football playoffs, yet you have no idea which one of those four teams actually will wind up winning the division? Well, I do. I have an idea who's going to win the division. <laughs> so do I. But, but I'm just but saying, yeah, there are four legitimate contenders for the playoff yeah. in this division, I'm just which saying, is amazing. In the heyday of the SEC West and crap like that, it was mm-hmm. still only two, maybe three yeah, teams. Right. We're four deep here. Yep. It's insane. But we won't say who those four teams are. Just not not just this minute, because we're going to start again, yeah. just like we did just now. We're start, start at the bottom. At the bottom, and we're going to work our way up. At number seven, I have the Indiana Hoosiers. Mm. I have Rutgers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have our first. All right. So um, I'm going to start with Indiana. Okay. Okay. Why I have them last. And you can go through Rutgers right after that. Okay. I started off this podcast by pre-apologizing to Indiana fans. And I am sorry I, if you feel that this is a slight, you deserve to feel that way. And I he'll have, take your abuse on Twitter, by yep, the way. I, I want to hear it. I have them at 0-9, winless in okay, the Big Ten, okay. and 2-10 overall. Okay. Okay. Not far off from what I have. Really? Yeah. Okay. I look at their schedule, okay? It is absolute BS that they have to start the year at, at I know. FIU. Well, that's who's their athletic director. That's his fault. That is bad. That's horrible. A Big Ten team should not start on the road. Never. Like and have to travel all the way down to Florida. So I, I'm predicting them to lose that game. I, I, think I almost I, did, but I have them winning it. Yep. I think they can rebound versus Virginia, but I'm going to be honest with you. That's I picked a danger an L. game, too. I picked an L there. Really? I did. Virginia. L, so you have L, FIU, and Virginia. No, I have a, a W at FIU. L for Virginia. Really? I do. Okay. Yeah. Opposite. And then I think we both have them winning Ball State. Yes. After that, though, dude, it's Michigan just State. A, it's an atrocious Rutgers, schedule. At Ohio State, yeah. Iowa, Penn State. Then you got to go to Minnesota. At that point, the doors have fallen oh, yeah. off the season. Right. That's why you lose to Maryland. And then at and Michigan, the, Purdue. And the ridiculous national media start talking about Firing Tom Allen. Yes. And trying to get him out the door. So I do have them winning at Rutgers. Okay. And my thinking is Peyton Ramsey's not a very good quarterback. He did win the the quarterback battle, which surprised me a little bit. But I'm going to go back to the freshman quarterback. Freshman starting at Rutgers. I like I like Indiana. So now you're going in. Now you're going into Rutgers. No, I'm just saying that's the that's the win. Okay. At Rutgers because Rutgers has a freshman. At quarterback. True freshman. So we're going to kind of meld the bottom three teams together. And because, early in the season, too. Yeah. If it was right. later in the season, let's, different. Let's I'm, do this. I've, we have the same four teams at the top, I'm assuming. And the I same think so. Three teams at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So fifth, sixth, and seventh that I have for the Big Ten East, 
Fifth, I have Rutgers. Six, I have Maryland. Seven, I have Indiana. So you have Rutgers at fifth? Yes. Wow. And sixth was who? Maryland. Maryland. Wow. What do you have? So my fifth is Maryland. Indiana's my sixth. Rutgers is seven. I started out this podcast. (laughs) You had dropped a hint to me about Maryland. Maryland was going to be my team Mm -hmm. to finish fourth in the Big Ten Mm -hmm. East and knock somebody out. Yeah. I can't do that anymore right because After of the, yeah. horrible things and you think it'll have that much of an effect on him huh yes okay yes is and part of that the other because part of, of it there's two things there's two things that affected me with maryland number one off-season yeah shenanigans horrible shenanigans number two that defense does not look good Th- that when they interviewed their defensive coordinator <laughs> about their linebackers I was like, and I told oh, you about their linebackers. Jesus, there's some issues in Maryland with with their defense. And I love Trey Watson, but as I told you, if you're going to transfer, if you're going to take Trey Watson from Illinois onto your team, that means your linebackers are in trouble. So Trey, Trey is good at some things, but he is just a liability in pass coverage. And that's just one player. The it's a representation of the fact that he's come in and started. Right, right, and, and they made it clear that they needed him, and once he got there, they loved him. I have uh, Indiana's over under is five. I have them at two total wins, so obviously I'm. I've got them at three, so I'm going way under there as well. Under, yeah. Um, so we kind of have a weird thing to go, but with Maryland, yep. I have their over under at their over under is four point five. I have them at. Five and seven, okay. so I still have them over. I have them at six and six. Okay, and I've got them four and five in conference. I have them five and seven overall, three and six. Okay, in conference. so we're close. I originally had them beating Texas. I did too. I don't feel. That I changed way it. I changed Same my thing. mind. Same I went thing. loss. They're, I have them beating uh, Bowling Green, beating Temple, right? Beating Minnesota. Yes. Beating uh, Illinois and at yes. Indiana. Yes. Okay. And. W- you don't have them beating Minnesota. I do. do. I, no, I do have them beating Minnesota. Okay. Yep. That's her. That's her three. Their three wins. The team I would like to talk about a little bit here is Rutgers. They have been trending up each year. I agree. Yeah. Has been there. This is one of those things where maybe it's a paralysis. So you think Rutgers else. gets them? Now this is also where. I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth. Yeah. Because part of my issue with Minnesota, as Zach Annex said, is their starting quarterback. He's a true freshman. Yep. Arthur. 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 I don't even care if it's. We don't need Arthur. to. Yeah. I like Arthur. I like Arthur. Arthur. No need for the last name. Yeah. Arthur is their starting quarterback, but I feel like he's got Moxie, and I feel like. He was going to be stepping into a situation where he doesn't have to chuck it around. They are going to play a base defense that's going to keep the ball in front of them mm-hmm. on, on, on defense because their defense is good. And they've, they've got, got good running backs. And they've got good running backs. Just enough around them to beat Texas State. They're going to be by Ohio State. The biggest game, one of the... Most underrated, important games of the year is Rutgers at Kansas. At Kansas, I know. I don't care how you judge me, podcast listeners. <laughs> I cannot 
wait to watch that game. That yeah. hey. that is hey, if, th- that shows that you're a true college football fan. Thank you. Yeah, an SEC fan would never of course not. watch that game. I can't wait to watch Kansas Rutgers. I'm kind of excited too. Absolutely. If Kansas Rutgers was the week zero game being played right now, we wouldn't would be, be podcasting. We wouldn't be, podcasting. We'd be watching we'd be the glued game. Glued to the TV, and watching that. I think they're going to beat them. Okay. Then all of a sudden, I got that too. They're sitting at two and one, and then they beat Buffalo at three and one. Yep. They've got a little bit of a snowball going. This is the whole scheduled yeah, deal. Sure. Yep. Then they beat Illinois. They win at Maryland, and guess what? They're bowl eligible right there. One, two, three. One. Beat Texas Indiana. State. Yeah. Okay. They're, they'd be six and one. I don't see that happening. <laughs> Okay. I've I, got them 0-9 in conference. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 0-9. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't have to spell it out. You have them 0-9. You have them losing every conference game. <laughs> and winning really? every non-conference game, yeah. That's how they get to 3-9 three, three and 0. No, no, no. 3-9 overall. I have them at 4-8. and eight, Or, I'm sorry, 3 Yes, you're right. 3-9 overall, 0-9 in conference. Not winning one game. So, basically, me and you have flip-flopped. Indiana yes, and and correct and Rutgers. Mm-hmm. That's a major step back. They've been trending up, but again, true wow. freshman at quarterback. Chris Ash would would thump you in the head if well, he heard you. He can this. thump thump away. So, all right, Rutgers so, over under is a four. I have them at six. You have them an under. I have them at three. three. Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is the juicy part. This is. This is you good. go. Who do you, who do you got? At okay. Fourth? Next, I've got Penn State. Okay. Yeah, I've got Penn State finishing fourth. I've got them, and I swear this adds up: seven and two in conference, nine and three overall. Doesn't okay. seem possible, but that's what I have them at. finishing explain. fourth. Explain. Um, got them. Okay, so I, <laughs> I had to find some losses here. At Pitt, I have them losing. Isn't that a sign right there? I had to find some losses. Kind of. Yes. Ohio State. You hate their uniforms that bad. Maybe <laughs> I do. Maybe that was it. Good point. Okay. Ohio State, and I have them losing at Michigan. Hmm. Two games in conference. Okay. We are way off on the Big Ten East. Okay, good. What do you got? I got Michigan State yeah. fourth. Okay. Let me ask you this. Did you consider that? I did. I mean, I I found so I found scenarios to put three different teams in this spot. Cars. Yeah. And so we're gonna have what I think, we'll see how this plays out. I think we're gonna have the same team number one. We're gonna have a uh, a puzzle in between two, three, and four. Okay. So I have Michigan State. Okay. Um, if I'm a Michigan State fan and I hear that a blogger or a Twitterer or in this case a podcaster has Michigan State fourth, I am ticked off, and I understand that they have a ton of returning starters. Mm-hmm. They very much deserve to be ranked in the top ten, and they should be. They have proven to be. I there's a couple things I just can't get past. They won so many games last year with jump ball type of situations. Okay. Iowa, Michigan. Yep. And the other side of it is So they were kind of like Northwestern. Yes. Yeah. And 
there were games when all of a sudden they got their doors blown off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ohio State is one that comes mm-hmm. to mind. I love Brian Lewerke. I, I went off on my love for Brian Lewerke on an earlier podcast. I just probably the best quarterback in the big or him, him or he's in the running. Him or um, McSorley. McSorley's number one, but he's in the running. Um, there's just something my my Spidey sense is up. Maybe it's because my okay. my toddler watches a lot of, a lot of Spider Man cartoons, but my Spidey sense is up with Michigan State. Um, if McSor- or uh, uh, Lorkey went down, it's it's cancel Christmas type of. Uh, well, and that's that's their weakness is is depth. They start having injuries. Boom. Yeah, and they they start not winning the turnover battle. Right. Stuff like that, and the the over under the Vegas over under for Michigan State mm-hmm. is nine point five. I have them at eight wow. and four. I have them at ten and two. So we got them over huh? the Penn State over under mm-hmm. also nine point five. I've met ninety three. Okay, so so I'm going under there. All right, so now my uh, third place team in the Big Ten East. Third place, okay, is Ohio State. What? Yes, I have Michigan third. Holy. Mm-hmm. Hannah, we are not even close to being. Yeah. This is Helter Skelter. Michigan now. third, as I just said, Michigan State second at 10 and 2. All right. So we are going to go. I don't even know where that. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to go Ohio State. I'm going to go. Go with Ohio State. State. Okay. So let's just, let's just give, let's give our top four right now. Cause I feel like, yep. and then we'll talk go for through it. it. My fourth is Michigan State. My third is Ohio State. My second is Penn State, and I have Michigan win the Big Ten East. Okay, so my fourth is Penn State, third Michigan, second Michigan State, and Ohio State winning it. All right. Ohio State. Mm -hmm. I have them. The over-under is 10.5. I I have them at 10-2. I have them at 11-1. Okay. 7-2 Seven two in the Big Ten. You have them eight and eight one. one in the Big Ten. Okay. There is big things going on in Columbus right now. If there is ever, they'll be fine. That's it. That's just always your general consensus with blue bloods are always going to be fine. Is it really hard for them to to? Okay, the Penn State Ohio State game has been a nail biter the last two years. Yeah. Is it really hard for you to see them losing at Penn State? No, I could see it happening. Okay. But I just always defer to the, the the richer program, which is Ohio State. Yeah. There are it is not hard for me to 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 use the off field things against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. There's some on field things for Ohio State. Hit me with it. Urban Meyer hasn't been coaching the team for three weeks. Oh, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. They've got you, you, you they've have got Kevin you Wilson. Have a, you have a loss in leadership with <clears> both your f- seven-year starting quarterback that is gone in JT Barrett. <laughs> right. Okay. He's been he's been quarterbacking since Earl Bruce yeah. was the was the coach. Okay, he's gone. Urban Meyer has not been in the like that is just an eerie weird feeling that has been. Yeah, I can running. see that, but you've got Shiano on staff, you got Wilson on staff, and apparently they must think the world of Ryan, Ryan Day, Day to to give the Get reins that. over to him. They're going to be fine. Their linebackers are 
are questionable to me. If Tuff okay. Moreland is, and I still can't get a straight answer, but we don't know if he's playing or not. Basically, so. you just have very talented linebackers, but <laughs> they'll dude, plug in another five star. It'll be fine. They're not five stars though. Oh, they're only four stars. Okay, they are. <laughs> Vicar cynicism. Vicar cynicism. It's coming through. Yes, it is. Right now, I, the, you do you see any of that as as a concern? Like even raise. A yeah, big, sure. I mean, even raise a big Kurt eyebrow. Big Kurt raised an eyebrow, but he brought that eyebrow right back down and just said, "Ohio State's going to win it." All right. Um, I have Penn State second. So yeah, you got to justify that one. Yep. So they're seven, pretty young. Very young. Yeah. Seven, seven and two in the Big Ten. Ten and two overall. Um, I just feel like they will be battle tested through App State and Pitt. Those mm-hmm. are two good teams. That's why I have them losing at Pitt. So you have them losing at Pitt. <laughs> I do. What, what do you have? What do you have them? So I have them seven and two in conference, nine and three overall. Okay. Losing at Pitt, losing Ohio State, losing at Michigan. Okay. I can see all that happening, mm-hmm. by the way. I just wanted I just want to say that is very feasible. Yeah. Um I think James Franklin poor boys the rivalry to the press and plays that stuff up. Oh, I guarantee house. he does. They're gonna be ready to play at Pitt. That's going to be a brawl. Yeah. And it, then it they get to have a cushy landing. <clears throat> I'm sorry, versus Kent State oh, and Illinois. Kent, Kent State's bad, and Illinois is not very good either. And then they gear up at But it's home. a Friday night game at Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> um, Friday all, night lights, baby. All 2,000 students in that student section are going to be going crazy. Battle-tested App State, battle-tested win, pit, mm-hmm. roll over, Half asleep versus Kent State and Illinois, mm-hmm. and then you get up. Let me okay. Let me just say this. This is. Let's say they do start five and zero with exactly what I'm saying. Yep. So their fifth win would be at Ohio State. Wouldn't you expect them to be either first or second in the division at that point? Yeah, for sure. But you just don't. You see them losing to Pitt at Pitt, and then losing to Ohio State. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's hey. And that's they, co- hey, dude. That's college football, but they do have Ohio State at home. Yes, that matters. I'm still, I'm still giving them beat them at home last time. Yeah, they did. That's right. Um, then I have an awkward loss versus Iowa. Oh, that's their first loss of the season. And at home, losing, yeah. they've got Iowa at home, and then losing at Michigan. Two in a row. Correct. Wow. Oh my gosh, what's going on? And then they went out versus Wisconsin. Yeah. Whew. At Rutgers in Maryland. Okay. To finish. Well, I do have them beating Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just to make sure we're touching all these, nine and a half for Penn State, I have mm-hmm. them at 10. You have them at nine. Uh, 10 and a half for Ohio State, I have them at 10, so an under. I have 11, the over. Uh, Michigan State, nine and a half, and I have them at eight. I have them at 10. Two, wow. Over. Michigan. Um, What's the over under there? Nine. Oh, I've got them at nine. Okay, I have them at eleven and one. Ooh, eight and one in the Big Ten, winning the Big Ten. Okay. Do you want to start with go, Michigan? With Michigan? 
right, tell me your thoughts. What comes to mind? All right, here's my thoughts on Michigan. You know how much I love khaki pants. No, I, I'm still confused. I literally am still confused. Do you like him or hate him? I, I, I cannot figure it out. I don't like him. <laughs> I do not like khaki pants. I do. I do. I know you do. So anyway, um, <clears throat> don't like khaki pants, and I'm not going to give him credit until he can actually beat Michigan State and Ohio State. You got to show me. He hasn't done it yet. So I'm until I see it, I'm not going to pick him to do it. Okay. That's, that's my thinking with Michigan. If you were a state in the union, you'd be Missouri because you're the show me state. And I lived there for five years. Maybe that rubbed off on you. Correct. Okay. By the way, I get it. I get it. Um, D'Antonio's done it, right? Sure has. Well, I just, again, I want to preface this by saying, if you are a Michigan State fan, listen to this. I apologize. I fully admit you could wind up going 10-2, and 11-1, and one, and winning the Big Ten East. There's mm-hmm. not a doubt in my mind that that yeah. can happen. A lot has been made of Michigan's schedule, which certainly is tough. You yes. play in the Big Ten East, and then you add Notre Dame. Okay, But, so, but I think Notre Dame kind of helps them. Yes. Don't you think? Exactly, where I, was, gr- exactly uh, where I was going. Okay. Playing a great out-of-conference team to start the season. It gets you ready. It prepares you for what's to come. That right there is one of the biggest factors I had with Michigan wind up winning the Big Ten okay. uh, East. So the schedule is is no doubt formidable, if not extremely tough. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I like is that all this stuff that's going on in Columbus. Sure. Somehow Ann Arbor slash khaki pants with their trips to France and a new Shade Patterson quarterback mm-hmm. is somehow like under the radar. It's true. Yeah. You you do not Does hear that, much about Michigan right that now, not which the is perfect setup. But I think that's and, and I'll give I got to give khaki pants credit here. I think that's um, calculated on his part. I think he realized he was he was Getting in the media too much, too much and yeah. he had to, to back off of it. So they play Notre Dame first. Okay, yeah. they're favored to win that game. I think they win them that game. Do we have a spread right now on that three. game? Three, three. Okay, at Notre Dame, they're favored by three. Yeah. Mm. Then Western Michigan, yep. SMU, Nebraska. Okay, their first next tough game is at Northwestern. That's a tough game. Yeah. They beat them. There'll be no more then, uh, Michigan fans there than Northwestern. Then okay. Maryland beat them. Yep. Wisconsin at home. At home. They've got them at home. Beat Wisconsin. Body blow game. And then they lose at Michigan State. That's what I think. That's. I, I hope Michigan State fans can get a yep. little bit of a anti-Jeffrey the Greek feelings yep. off their chest. I've got them losing there. Then they get a bye week. Do you understand right, bef- what I'm saying? That correct, is the, before Penn State, yeah. You, if you have to play Wisconsin-Michigan State back-to-back, you get a bye week after traveling yeah. to East Lansing, and then you play Penn State. Because you're coming off the bye week, because you're ticked off, yep. you, you lost to Michigan State, you beat Penn State. Yep. Then you destroy Rutgers, Indiana, and you roll in to Columbus. Basically two bye weeks before Ohio State. And you beat Ohio State. You get that, right? You get that? I can see that. I just don't see him beating Ohio State. No. No. Don't it's not going to happen. No. Nope. Because it's in Columbus. That's a big reason, and it's just, I guess, also 
that Ohio State is the blue blood program and cynical big distractions. Always I don't care about distractions. They don't care about distractions. They're going to be just fine. Cynical Kurt says Ohio State's not going anywhere. Practical Jeffrey the Greek says Indiana 7th, Maryland 6th, Rutgers 5th, bowl eligible, Michigan State 4th, Ohio State 3rd, Penn State 2nd, Michigan winning the Big Ten East. Okay. Uh, Cynical Big Kurt has (laughs) Rutgers finishing last, Indiana 6th, Maryland 5th, and I have Maryland making a bowl game. Fourth, I have Penn State. Third, Michigan. Second, Michigan State. And winning it, Ohio State. So Ohio State. Now you have Ohio State, Wisconsin, the Big Ten Championship. Correct. I have Michigan, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. in the Big Ten Championship. Who do you have winning that game? Ohio State. I have Michigan winning the Big Ten That'd be a good game. I would like to see Michigan versus Wisconsin. You're going to see it because it's a regular season game. I'm saying in the the championship. Yeah, rematch. That would be a great, great game in the championship. So the funny thing is, or however you want to say it. Offense versus defense. Well, what's that? If Michigan ended up playing Wisconsin in the championship game. offense. We kind of got off the rails a little bit with this stuff, but to go back to Michigan just for a second, that defense – is yeah, it's ridiculous on so, paper on on paper i know just, they did it last year good i know they did it last year but let's see him do it again i'm not even concerned about shea patterson the only thing okay. that concerns me about michigan is their offensive line yeah that if is their a concern. offensive line yep. is good <laughs> no problems no problems sir if they're good then yes i may be on board the the jeffrey the greek train but if they're less than good not going to happen. Interesting. Okay. So you have Ohio State winning the Big Ten at what record? Have Ohio State 8-1 and in conference and 11-1 and overall. So 12-1 and winning the conference. Yes. Okay. So we're going to do a quick little uh, off-the-shoot. Oh Here off- we go. Yeah. Kurt has Bickert has zero interest in doing this, but I feel like <clears> you, in order to cinch up what we're trying to talk about here at the Big Ten Conference, you have to talk about a couple other conferences outside the Big Ten. I'm doing this only under protest. <laughs> All right, so we are going to start out with we'll we'll start west and work our way east. Okay. okay. All right. Pac-12. Well, and it's it, it's probably my favorite non-Big Ten conference. Pac-12. Yeah. Me too. So me too. Yeah. Me too. It's I just have two. More I have two probably. What's the other one? Uh, Big 12. Yeah, I, Big oh, 12's okay. <laughs> Big Kurt hates the Big 12. No, I don't hate the Big 12. Is That's hate not a strong fair. word? That's not fair. Is hate That's a not fair. Word. I just thought they were the weakest conference and they needed to get blown up. But that's not true anymore. No, it's not true anymore. Probably not. Okay. All right, so Pac-12. So who do I have in the championship game? Is that what we're going for? Yes. And just general thoughts, but yeah. Uh, general thoughts. I'm not sure I have any general thoughts, but I'm going Stanford over Utah in the. Whoa, is that what... really? Yeah, Stanford over Utah. Yeah. What do you have? I don't have that. Okay. Well, what do you have? I have Washington over Arizona. Arizona. Yes. Okay. And the team that I am most interested in that isn't Washington or Arizona. actually the most the team I'm most interested in is Arizona. That's my. 
That's my bet on the over. Really? Yes. Someone in his first year? Yeah, with uh, Tate at quarterback? Yeah, but that's not really what he does. Yes, it is. Not really. It will be this year. Okay. Well, yeah, I know he's going to adjust. But... And, or, uh, the the Pac-12 South is not strong no. outside of Utah. Now, yeah. I get Utah. Yeah. I wanted to pick Utah. My buddy Josh is a huge Utah fan. Okay. I hope it's Utah. I really do. Okay. I want Utah to win the Pac-12 South. I just think it's going to be Arizona. Okay. But you have Stanford over top of Oregon and Washington. Yes. Washington. Over yes. top of Washington. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Big 12. Okay, Big 12. <laughs> I've got Oklahoma beating West Virginia. Okay. I have TCU beating Iowa State. Whoa. <laughs> wow, that's that's bold. I think West I actually only have notes under the conference champions. Okay. My note in the Pac-12 is Oregon's be is going to be better than what people think. I just couldn't pick them over okay. Washington. My note for the Big 12 is West Virginia is vastly overrated. Yeah, I think they are too. I, I have State, a lot of people. Iowa State. I have Iowa State beating Iowa. Okay. The reason I have them beating Iowa is because I think Iowa State and Iowa are both going to finish in the top 20 this year. Okay. And Iowa State is going to get beat by TCU. TCU is going to win the the Big 12 championship. Hmm. Well, one team I can tell you is not going to be there is Texas. I agree. What is the deal not, not every year not a big who's fan more habitual over at tc or uh, uh texas or lsu <sighs> boy it's a good one i i would say if you're going if you're taking a sample size from like the last 20 years i would say what? texas 20 well 10 10 i be. may go lsu on that one maybe see 10 i would go texas hmm, okay Ever since Colt McCoy walked out them doors, man. Well, yeah. But LSU's had a lot of success. The The last 10 years, LSU had success the first five years of that. The last five years, LSU has not done anything. Well, but everyone predicts they will do well. Because of their defense, which I get. Yeah. But then they have the most unremarkable offense oh, quarterback. Oh, just awful. All right, so moving uh east still we've gone washington or uh excuse me pac 12 big 12 now we go to the uh uh sec oh sec okay yeah. georgia versus bama bama winning boring georgia versus bama bama i mean seriously like the thing that sec fans always used to use the thing that the extremely extremely biased media always always had against the Big Ten was that it was just the same two teams. Right. The the Big Two and the Little okay. Eight is what they used to yeah. call it. And yeah. then that even got into the you know modern age of the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. What is interesting about the SEC right Nothing. now? Nothing. It's it's not a – I mean, I'm not going to say it's not a good conference. It's a good conference. It's a great conference. But, but there's, there's – it's just not exciting. There's – what is there to like about the SEC? If I'm going crazy, if I went crazy, I could say Mississippi State versus Florida in the SEC championship. Yeah, I don't see I could that. also see Mississippi State versus South Carolina. South Carolina would be my crazy one. Yes. If I was going to go crazy, I would go South Carolina in the east. If I, I was going to go crazy in the west, I would go crazy on Auburn. But is that that crazy? 
Not really. Auburn is not. But the fact that it's not Alabama is crazy. So, and I know Alabama didn't win the SEC last year, and of course they got Doesn't still matter. got invited to the invita- pretty, the the college football playoff invitational. Invitational, yeah. But I still I have Bama versus Georgia with Bama winning it. Me too. The ACC is almost equal. Also, kind of boring. Clemson, Miami, Clemson winning. Blah, I have Clemson, blah, blah, blah. Miami, and my note that I have is why is Virginia Tech considered this? I don't know. They're not. They're not ready yet. They're not ready for prime time. Agree. So that gets us down to the college football. Oh, so exciting. (laughs) I've got Bama in the one spot. Okay. OSU in the two. Clemson three. Ugga four. I think it's happening again to SEC teams. Yep. Because of the dumpy schedule that Alabama and Georgia play. Yeah. I mean, you look at their schedules and like Alabama – I was looking at SI's write up and it was like big games and or it was like in or like intriguing games and biggest game or something mm-hmm. like that. They didn't have it either one of them till no like late November. Mid November. Did, did Andy Staples write it? I don't know. But <laughs> the whole point is like how great can the conference be when the top two teams aren't even viewed to have more than two tough games the entire right. year? Yeah. Now, I, mean, I think Alabama has Mississippi State and Auburn are both tough teams. And they also have the Citadel. Don't forget about that. Right before Auburn. Right before Auburn, yeah. Okay. For the college football playoff, I have Clemson at one. Okay. I can see that. Michigan at of course. two. Yeah. Washington or uh, Bama at three. Mm-hmm. So don't you think that's crazy? Bama would be the SEC champion. And be number three. three. That That's kind of crazy, yeah. That's what... We need a little bit of cra- it. Something happens outside the norm. I hope that happens. I don't think it will. Washington at the four. Mm. So okay. we have Clemson versus Washington. Upset. Yeah. I have Washington win that game. No, not going to happen. <laughs> Michigan versus Bama. I have Bama win, and then I have yeah. Bama beating Washington for the national championship. So who do I have winning it? Let's see. I have. I'll pick Clemson beating Ohio State. And Bama beating Uga, and Bama beating Clemson. What this this college football playoff stinks. I hate it. It's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, let's not get into it right now. It's just can't stand it. And eight would be even worse. So don't even get started. I don't want six either. <laughs> Jeffrey the Greek. <laughs> I don't want six either. I'm saying six is better than four. No, but I don't think so. Whole yeah, another podcast. All right. Um, look at the. Oh, look at that. Oh, Wyoming's look at you, up Wyoming. Two to nothing. Hey, Jeffrey the Greek, two and zero on the year. Yeah, that's how you start it off. And trust me, <laughs> we will have lines all part of the games when we pick. So what we're gonna try to do is do two podcasts a week. It's gonna be roughly Sunday, Monday when the podcasts are released and then roughly Wednesday, Thursday, when the second podcast, the mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday one will, yeah, will be, um, the, the, uh, preview or excuse me, the recap of the games that went down. And then the, uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday one will be the preview of what happens. Wyoming, Wyoming scores. Wyoming just scored again. 
Um, so that's going to be the normal setting that we'll have for the, mm-hmm. the rest of the year. We're going to we're gonna list out every single Big Ten game that is getting played. Absolutely. So there will be a boatload of them to go over at the beginning of the year because there's going to be all yeah. other conference games. Like a lot of 14. A lot of watching football for us to do the first three weeks. Yes. My newly delivered child wife is ecstatic about this yeah. for, for me. So um yeah we hope you loved what you listened to this is the the big 10 football podcast for you um kurt you got anything else to to add can't wait for the games we are only one week away we are just we are less than one actually the thursday games northwest five days is in five days i cannot wait minnesota plays on thursday too yes cannot wait to watch go state yeah Who's All right. getting killed right now, actually, yeah. as we speak. Right. So so maybe a win there for the Ghost. So signing off, this is Jeff for the Greek. And this is Big Kurt. Thanks a lot. Goodbye.